0: So you might use a permit to work system, but do you use it properly? Let's find out. Welcome to the Interest in Health and Safety podcast, making health and safety as important as everything else we do in business. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's uh, it's Colin here, and welcome to the Interest in Health and Safety podcast. Um, today, I want to talk a little bit about permits to work. Now, I see, um, I see permit to work used an awful lot in business an awful lot in industry in actual fact i see permit to work used excessively if used far too much i'm not saying you don't have to have control but i think there are there are often other controls that you can put into place rather than a permit when you're doing jobs that haven't got uh they haven't got particularly high risk i think you know some kind of some kind of authorization process some kind of uh, um, permission to proceed or something like that can be used for the, um, you know, for the for the, for the lesser job, but for for jobs that require permit, I've just got a few stages that I that I want to talk through with you. And I think the first thing that I'd like you to do is is actually really consider where well when am I going to use a permit and when, I, and when am I not? As I said, I think they should be used for the for the real high risk activities. So so if people are working at height, if people are using are doing hot work, you know, whether it be welding or gas cutting. Um, if people are um, uh, working on on electrical circuits, you know, there's maybe some HV electricity stuff like that. If you're doing excavations, you're digging, uh, you're digging around uh, around a site. This this list is by no means uh, exhaustive, but these are just some of the things that um, that I think uh, that I'd like you to th- to think about. You know, but but sit down and and, and decide right well which jobs. You know, do we need a do we need a permit? And I think always have that caveat. You know, if if you do a risk assessment and when you're doing the risk assessment, you uh, you think Christ, there's there's actually quite a bit of uh, there is quite a bit of risk involved with this, and we really want to make sure that we get the controls right. Then then you may, as part of one of your control measures in your risk assessment, is say right, let's um you know let's uh, put a permit to work together. So you, you you're doing the uh, you know you, you 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 turn up on on site you know on a particular day. And, um, you know, the permits, uh, there's a permit to work job that's going to go ahead. I want to challenge how do you actually do the permit? Because what I see is I see it done really poorly. Okay, I've heard of people raising a permit via fax before. That was a few years ago with fax machines. But, you know, somebody on another site far away has has, has raised a permit to work and sent it through and it's really just to just to keep the paperwork in order and it has had absolutely no effect of actually making sure that the controls are controls are in place what i want you to do if you've got a job that needs a permit is is obviously you're going to get the people that are involved in the job together you need to you need to sit down and you need to have a look through the risk assessment you need to have a look at the controls that have been identified in that risk assessment. And these controls then form part of the permit. Now the person who's raising the uh, who's raising the permit, um, they then need to go and check. Because uh, if you think about it, if you think about what a permit to work is about, it's actually somebody is going out and they're checking and they're making sure that the controls are in place. And once they are comfortable, once they're confident that the controls are in place, they are then permitting the work to go ahead. And whoever raises a permit is taking on a big legal responsibility. You know, if your name is on the bottom and your signature is on the bottom of that permit to work, then you've taken on a really big responsibility. So so don't give your name, don't give your signature away for nothing. You know, don't just put it on there because you're busy because you want to get the job going, you have got a load of people in the office and you just want to get this one moving. Don't do it. You've identified that this job is significant enough. The the downside of this job is, is so significant that somebody could get seriously injured or killed. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna put this additional control in place because because what a permit doesn't do is it doesn't replace the need for a risk assessment or a safe system of work. It, it supports that process. So you've determined that it's a really significant activity where there's a big chance that somebody could get seriously injured or killed. Well, to be fair, the other stuff that you're going to be doing that morning can sit to one side because this is the most important thing that you've got to do at this point in time. So what I want you to do is I want you to go and I want you to check that the controls that have been identified are in place. And once you're comfortable that those controls are in place, then you can permit the work to to, to go ahead. Now, what you're doing is you're issuing the permit to somebody else. Okay, so you need to have confidence that that other person is actually capable and competent to, uh, to receive that permit. And also, if that person leaves the site, the person that you've handed the permit over to, if that person leaves the site, then for me, that permit isn't valid any longer because they have got a responsibility as well. You know, they are actually t- saying that they're going to maintain the controls. They're going to make sure that they stay in place. And if they decide to leave the site, then that that control has disappeared. So treat permit to work really significantly. You know, don't just uh, don't just bang them out. Don't just knock them out. Uh, uh, you know, in the morning and get them out in the uh, um, in the uh, into the workplace to get the job going. In actual fact, you know, take a step back. Uh, make sure that the controls are there. Make sure you're comfortable with the people that are doing the job, and then uh, then issue it out. And then it's about monitoring, making sure. The people that are doing the job to a good standard. There's a whole load of stuff really close to, to, to closing the permit out. Um, whether it can be extended. Uh, and, and and you know we run uh, we run training uh, for these uh, for these particular topics. Um, and we're going to be doing some sessions. Uh, you know later on in the year. Um, on these uh, on these topics, but you know, um, if you're gonna if you're gonna extend it, I would never extend the permit over. You know, into the following day. We'll always start a fresh day. With a new permit, because you don't know what's happened overnight, you don't know what uh, what changes may have happened to the place of work. If you're in an excavation, you know, and there has been a lot of rain overnight, then then who's to say that the sides of that excavation haven't become uh, unstable? You know, so there's there's lots of things things to consider. My um, you know my takeaway for you, I suppose, from uh, from this is 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 don't treat permit to work as a, as a form filling exercise. Treat it as something that is really fundamental really important in the business and do it properly go out and check make sure the controls are are in place and make sure you're handing it over to somebody that you've got confidence in hey that'll do it for today and i'll see you again soon bye now